So it's the gold you'll be wanting. Welcome to our first episode of 2022, and we're starting the year off with a bang with a pot of gold because we're reviewing Leprechaun Part 2. <laughs> you need to stop doing that. Don't tell me what I can say and what I can't say, lad. You'll be replaced very quickly, just like me finding a new wife. You ain't finding that wife, bud. On my next 1,000th birthday, I'll have a new co-host. So you got a 1,000-year head start, though. I yeah. didn't know I could survive 1,000 years. That's job security for 1,000 years, <laughs> all right? That's pretty good. Well, <laughs> if I survive 1,000 years, that'd be even more amazing. Can I stay looking young? No, you're asking a lot now, right? <sighs> but, but all the redheads of the future would love me. If you can find a vampire to bite you, then you can have immortality and keep your current... No, I guarantee you, if a vampire bites me, I'm just going to revert back to what I looked like when I was like 25 and in my prime. Here's the easy way you could do that. Exercise. <laughs> eat healthy. Nope. It's a, you're, you're already asking too much with the eat healthy. It's a very simple six-month journey that you can take, buddy. That, I that's, tell you. That, that, you're already asking too much. What's next? You're going to tell me to stop drinking Mountain Dew? You've okay. already... You've already made the first step. And that, that reminds me, right? It's time for an update because last week we did cooties and I noticed you weren't twitching as much. Your hands weren't shaking. You seem to be a little bit, you know, a little bit better, a little bit over your, your immediate caffeine withdrawal symptoms. Two weeks later, how are we doing with the, the caffeine journey so far? I still have a headache. What? Two weeks later? <laughs> you know, you're, you're you, supposed you, to give hope to all of us that one day may quit caffeine. You're making it sound like the worst thing ever. You're, you're thinking about someone who's been drinking Mountain Dew since he was four years old, sir. You bleed Mountain Dew. It's well, in, not anymore. It's, it's coming out of actual blood now. It's out of your bloodstream, at least. It's out of my bloodstream. It's out of my piss. My piss is clear. This man had green blood for the last 30 years. Right. Okay, so <laughs> just for you, you're two weeks in. It's still miserable. Mm-hmm. But your hand's not shaking, at least. You're right, it's not. That's okay. weird. That's good. So the tremors are gone. Well, I haven't gone to Nevada to check. Uh, okay, right, true. Um, well, we'll ask, we'll ask Fred Ward and see what he thinks about all this. You broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you? That's Burt Gummer, not Fred Ward. By the way, it's another year, but I will still never forgive you for your view of tremors. <laughs> Folks, just in case any of you need a reminder, Nick and all his wisdom here... Gave that movie, I think, two and a half stars? Two and a half stars, It's a yeah. three-star movie, damn it. It's two and a half stars. We'll be reviewing that again sometime this year. Mm-hmm. So you can retroactively go back and change your mind. Well, if we, if we do, you ha- we have to do these sequels, too. I'm down for part two. <laughs> the rest don't exist to me, so. Nope, they all exist. I don't want to follow the adventures of Burt throughout uh, seven movies. If they at least give me back Kevin Bacon or... Fred Ward for all of them. I can. Fred I, Ward comes back in part two. I'm down with that. I like Fred Ward, but when it seizes off into the adventures of Bert as he uh, takes down the Tremors for the rest of his life, I, I mean, I like Bert as a side character, not as a main character. Mm, too bad because technically Bert is a main character at the time he shows up in the second movie, all the way through because he's technically the mastermind on killing Graboids. Well, he is the mastermind. Well, he does. He does kill one successfully in the first one. Because they broke in the wrong damn rec room. But then we get, we get, we get him, but no Reba McIntyre. No Reba McIntyre. What happened to his wife? She left him. What? Oh, to pursue a country music singing career. Exactly. And, and she changed her name to Reba, Reba McIntyre. And then went on to a sitcom. Reba. Yep. Which I've heard good things about, but never seen. It's actually pretty funny. Is it? Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. She's pretty solid in that first Tremors movie. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, today, though... We're we're, we're reviewing Leprechaun. Why are we talking about Tremors? So we're going to actually... Well, here's an announcement. We're going to actually be going through the entire Leprechaun series over the next few weeks. You know, we've done done a couple different series so far. We've done the Nightmare on Elm Street series. We've done the Scream movies. And now we're going to do a Leprechaun. We already did the first Leprechaun. If you go back in our archives, we have the first Leprechaun reviewed... I don't really remember what we gave the movie. I remember thinking that it was actually better than I thought it was going to be, but I don't think I gave it a, a good review by any stretch. Leprechaun Part 2. Now... Oh, we didn't do Leprechaun in Space? I thought that was Part 2. What? Were you going to stop watching the wrong movies and making me watch the wrong TV shows? I watched the whole damn Buffy TV show. No, wait. You're going to stop watching the wrong movies, all right? We're going, doing the Leprechaun series. What sense would it make for us to start with Leprechaun 2 or start with Leprechaun Space? That's part four. Oh, well, I, I just saw a Leprechaun movie. The problem with these movies is there's no consistency to them, so you can just put anyone in and... That's true. 
and then there you go. You're watching a movie. That's true. This is definitely a series where one movie doesn't pick up where the last one left off. That said, for uh, chronological purposes, we want to go in order. I'm a chalk off. You watch. I'm a chalk up. You watch in a leprechaun space to another caffeine withdrawal symptom. Every time you screw up for the next few weeks, it's going to be chalked off to simply caffeine withdrawal. You get that nice grace period about two three weeks after that, and be like, "Come on, man! You watched you watched Leprechaun Origins as as part three? What? That? Anyways, well, I will never watch Leprechaun Origins again. A disclaimer, everybody, folks. Um, we're gonna be leaving Leprechaun Origins. Maybe we'll throw it in there. I don't know. It is part of this. It's in the box set, I think. So you want you want me to die, don't you? <laughs> hey, man, you got the box set. We gotta go through it, man. <sighs> I got the I got it all on Blu-ray and well, I keep in mind we're gonna knock these out two at a time. I think I um, hypothetically if we do in that format, it'll go by quick. So so, anyways, Vic is trying to kill me. Someone call the cops. So we're doing Leprechaun Two today. This actually I remember watching this on video on VHS when I was a kid. We had rented the first one and watched that at my house, and then very quickly part two came out which was actually direct-to-video. Part one actually came to theaters. Part two was direct-to-video and would set up the rest of the series to be direct-to-video also, um, which isn't bad. I mean, you know, most horror movies series that go direct-to-video end up being terrible, but it's a bad sign. It's a, ba- <laughs> it's a bad sign that already with part two, we're already at direct-to-video. Oh, come Usually on. part two at least gets that theatrical. If you think about like Hellraiser 2 and... Um, Pretty sure one and two went to theaters. I can't remember if three and four of Hellraiser went to theaters. I don't. I think part three did. Part three did. Yeah, I think part four may have been the start of direct-to-video. So yeah, the thing is, like with the horror series, especially, it seems like they want to go direct-to-video as soon as possible. If the second one is decent, it gives you a little bit of a leeway, it extends the theatrical a little bit. But I think these franchises, mostly, the studios want to go direct-to-video to save money. But you're saying Leprechaun 2 may have actually... uh, Leprechaun 2 actually, on its opening weekend, they played in 252 theaters, grossing uh, $672,000. Wow. Uh, Don't ask me the budget. Oh, uh, that's box office. That's not budget. Don't ask me the budget. The the budget was probably under $600,000 from, well, what I'm, from what I saw in the movie. Probably, but you want to hear what this movie is also known as? One wedding and lots of funerals. Oh, <laughs> actually, that would have been solid. If that was uh, the subtitle, that would have been... Oh, no. <laughs> How much do you think the budget was? 500000 One million. Up. Two million? Yes. Holy cow, this is a two million dollar movie? Yeah, budget two million USD. I thought the first so <laughs> my impression was the first one bombed. I didn't think it was a box office hit, so that's pretty interesting that uh I think the first one did, technically bombed in theaters, but after I think I found its audience. It found its audience throughout. It's the same thing with most horror movies. Yeah, especially back then when video rentals were such a huge thing. Oh, you yeah. had a now. I guess the equivalent now would be streaming, but back then, a movie could bomb in theaters. But as long as people rented it from Blockbuster, it may justify a sequel. In this case, a two million dollar sequel. Well, I don't. Well, somebody's running around with one point five million in their pocket because none of that was put on screen. So yeah, I don't think any of it was put on screen either. Holy shit! Unless Warwick Davis asked for a shit ton of money, he should have. <laughs> if it's a two million dollar movie, from what I saw, Warwick Davis should have collected about one point three million. Of that. <laughs> I mean, that man carries this movie. I would say so. He is the movie. <laughs> now, the Leprechaun series. We should preface since we're doing this series. We should mention that yes. What's understood online, at least, and in most film circles, is that each movie, although they have Warwick Davis, and each Leprechaun has the same characteristics, the same style of speaking, because it's Warwick Davis, it's meant to be believed as each movie features a different Leprechaun. This is not one Leprechaun going on a journey, basically. Yeah, and I do know that uh, if you pay attention to the costume, the costume pretty much changes each time except for two and three where they use the same outfit for the leprechaun interesting my question is how many of these leprechauns are on earth because if we have like all these different stories about them like how many of them are actually on earth it seems like there's a a good amount of them like on their own adventures i I would like to find one get get his pot of gold 
Obviously, you got to do it in a smarter way than what happens in this movie. Though. Uh, right, I was about to say because uh, anything, anything, you you, pay hey, attention to what you're saying. Hey, Leprechaun has some wishmaster in him where if you give a <laughs> wish, he turns it against you and you should die. So, um, so I'm prefacing with that because the lore of the Leprechaun changes movie to movie. There's no set logical rule set. There's no Leprechaun Bible where list these are the rules you have to follow in regards to leprechaun yeah and that also goes with these movies because to be honest with you none of these movies have the exact same lore it always ends up changing yeah and and the benefit of saying that initially is that in the, in a series basically i would always be like hey well if he could do this in this movie why couldn't he do that in the first movie so i'm gonna not be nitpicky about the series with in regards to that like, say, I would, for example, in Nightmare on Elm Street, where it's one Freddy Krueger throughout the entire movies. This being a different leprechaun with a different lore, I'm going to give it some benefit of the doubt, not be nitpicky. Normally, I'd be like, hey, that doesn't make sense based on what happened in part two or part one. But Oh, trust me. I'm going to be nitpicky because they're still the same creature, which means they should still follow the same rules. Ones can be stronger than the other due to the amount of gold they have. Because in the first movie, that one only had 100 gold shillings. This one, he still has a whole pot of gold, but it's not just shillings. That's true. In fact, he's willing to add a homeless man's tooth to his pot of gold. Right, but so. we do know that there, it, the only thing that's consistent with the series is its power is its gold. Yes, the gold definitely has... The gold definitely is the secret sauce to the leprechaun. Mm-hmm. He values the gold more than anything. And the gold itself seems to have different rules in each movie. So maybe it's not even the leprechaun himself. Maybe it's just the damn gold. The power of the gold changes in each movie. So, <laughs> Anyways, so let's get into it. We begin in Ireland, where maybe all leprechaun movies should begin and stay is in Ireland, because that would be very interesting to see an entire movie. Or at movie the very least, we watch a whole movie where it takes place in Ireland. So we see the actual origin story of Lep. I'm, yep. going, I'm going to say Lep. It's going to be annoying saying Leprechaun. My name is text. Leprechaun, not Lep. It's Lep. Son of a bitch. It's Lep Lep. All right. Um, the first movie started in Ireland too, right? So No. Oh. No, it literally it starts with a guy coming back from Ireland. Ah, that's true. With okay. an Irish man. <laughs> All right, so this is, the, this is the most pure Leprechaun thing we're going to see, basically, is Ireland. The Leprechaun is... Trying to find a bride. He's enslaved in the... So, okay, this okay, was... Okay, the Leprechaun's not enslaved. No, 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 no. He, the Leprechaun has enslaved a human being. Yes. I didn't know this was a thing. Of course. Did you see the ring around his neck? I know, but I've seen him kill people, but... He, he liked them, so he put a ring around it. He kills people. What does he enslave them, though? It's like... Just, so it's that like, way they can do him. something that he can't... I mean, look how short he is. He can't reach the top shelf. He has, he has the ability to teleport. <laughs> He Your could, point. Why would he need? Why would he care? Why would he need a tall person to grab the cereal box when he can teleport up there and grab it? Because it uses power, and power is still subjective depending on how much gold he has. He has a pot of gold, though. Maybe it went, maybe when this took place, because it was his first one thousandth birthday. Maybe when this took place, he didn't have that much gold, so he didn't have that much power yet. All right, we're digre- we're digressing dramatically. Your Anyways, <laughs> he's enslaved in human. He's enslaved a human being. Who, and you know, this is funny. This opening scene, I like it because him and his slave are having like a nice little casual conversation about the lip one to settle down and get married. It's been a thousand since it's his, his birthday, his a thousand year birthday. Did you say nice? Yeah. The man is literally <laughs> dooming a woman to a grisly fate because he wants his freedom. Yeah. That, that, that's friendly to you. There's a lot going on here. The I'm worried lot, about you. The lip. <laughs> Lep is giving a lot. You got me saying Lep. Lep is giving a lot of exposition here. Corn Leprechaun. He's enslaved this human being because the human being tried to take his gold. It's also his birthday. He's a thousand years old, and on his thousandth birthday is when he gets married. Apparently, that's Leprechaun lore. Apparently, according to this Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. But she has to sneeze three times, and in the process of that, if anybody says "God bless you." That ruins the whole thing, and she's no longer his wife. Which, why would he just proudly admit that? Yeah, why is he telling the human being, hey, um, not for you to do this, but you could say God bless you and save her. Just keep that to yourself, Lep. You're giving too much information. He's, he's doing the info dump here yeah, to this guy. Yeah, because what would happen if the woman you're trying to get with is his wife or daughter? 
Right. Now, interestingly, the leprechaun does promise the guy that, hey, if I get married, you'll have your freedom. Yeah, never trust the leprechaun. His, his version of freedom may be death. But I actually think leprechaun was being spot on here because the, the dude asked, he was like, hey, will I be her slave too? And he's like, no, you'll have your freedom. Death. I, I don't know. I think the, the lep seems pretty reasonable a lot of times, though. Death. I know sometimes he seems like a bad guy, but he doesn't really seem like a bad dude sometimes. He seems pretty reasonable. What do you mean he's not a bad dude? He, he, he makes a guy kiss a fan. All right, well, let's get back to that later. <laughs> so anyways, we see the bride-to-be, and it, find, and it turns out that it's, it's his slave's wife. Daughter. It turns out that it's his slave's daughter. He's like, I'll find another one for you, lad. Not her. I found one twice as, twice as pretty for you. And the lep's like, shut up. <laughs> did, did he just say his daughter was ugly? That bastard. He had to, though. He's trying to save her life. Well, to be fair, she was played by the same woman that plays the main actress. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But the idea here is that, well, so it isn't clear to me if the leprechaun knew that this was this guy's daughter. Was it planned that way? Because it gives a look of like, Hmm, interesting. We're going to be relatives. But he does I don't know, was this like a purposeful thing by the leprechaun or not? To be honest, it may have been purposeful for one reason. This guy did try to steal his gold. He did just promise him freedom, but can't really be too free when it's his own daughter he's about to marry. True. Now, Lep basically starts making her sneeze because he needs her to sneeze three times. One sneeze, two sneeze. Three sneezes. God but, bless you. But the, the slave says, God bless you, my child. And he runs off. Now, why does he run off like that? He, he thinks he's actually free at that point? Hell no. He knows he's about to die. Did the slave forget about the whole God bless you thing? I, <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose or not, because he said it so like he's thanking her for giving him his freedom, I think, is what he's thinking. Thank you for my freedom, my child. And he runs off like he's free. Nah, but he... Leprechaun's like, you son of a bitch, you ruined the whole thing because you said God bless you. He's, I, he, I just told you if you say God bless you, it messes up the whole thing. Yeah, and he did it because he didn't want his daughter going to a grisly fate. And said he himself went to a grisly fate. No, he didn't. He just had his neck snapped. It's a little, it's fine. Yeah, but before his neck was snapped, Leprechaun promised that his offspring a thousand years from now was doomed. <laughs> his his whole lineage is doomed because of his decision there. Yeah, but he could have he could have sacrificed his daughter right there, and then future generations wouldn't have to worry about Leprechaun coming back and destroying. Well, future the generations wouldn't be alive. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's true too. <laughs> They'd be Leprechauns. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. But here's the real question I got: Can does that mean he can only do this ritual once? Why do it with people around then? <laughs> It doesn't never make sense. Why did he have to bring the slave to see the girl right, and explain the whole thing to him? Why did he need to bring the slave to see the girl? Why, and actually, the slave's name is William, by the way. So we can stop saying slave. <laughs> yeah. Why did he have to bring William with him to see the girl? It doesn't make sense. Why is he giving this big info dump to William? Well, like I said, it makes no sense. Because like, later in the movie, why, one, after that happened, okay, go find another wife. Oh, look, here's a beautiful one that hold me over for a thousand years before I can exact my revenge. This is a big screw up on Lep's part. Lep actually went to sleep that night being like, damn it, man. Imagine you're about to get married and you find out you got to wait a thousand years. <laughs> You'd be pretty mad. You'd be like, a thousand years to find my bride. Damn. Yeah. No titties for him to suckle. Poor planning on Lep's part. Yeah, poor, poor planning on this movie. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, I like the opening scene just because at least it's something. It's some kind of new story. It establishes a plot line that I think will be interesting, except now we actually meet our characters. Yep, let's meet Cody Bridget. Cody is pretty much a smooth talker, shit talker guy that uh, decides to wrangle in a couple people on a ghost tour. Bridget's his girlfriend. That's all we need to know about her because she's given no depth in this movie. And then, of course... Let's, let's talk about Cody for a second. This tour is a scam. Uh, and not only is it a scam, he's actively saying, hey, here comes a couple suckers. Yeah. Okay. Is there some logic to making your main character unlikable right off the bat? Because I would think that he should be like a little bit more not just like conning these people and calling them suckers. Gr growth. Character growth. 
He goes from being a jackass to being a good guy. No, he doesn't. He's still a jackass at the end. <laughs> if you're doing that, then that makes sense, but he's still a jackass at the end. This dude's a scam artist. Well, like, that's because he's not exactly a good actor or a good character. No, I'm saying the writing is bad. He's, a, he's, he's scamming the people, and he's actively doing it in front of his girlfriend, who's just like, yeah, you're a scam artist. Like She's like um, enabling it. Like, 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 both these people are unlikable, just from this opening scene. Well, how about we get to a slightly more likable, but meant to be unlikable, Morty. Morty's awesome because you know what he is. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got an no, I can't say everybody has an uncle like that, but you know that person. I mean, everyone does have an uncle like that. Everybody does have an uncle like that. Always trying to get over, basically. Always trying to to get a better deal, basically. Oh yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if done legally. This man was about to do something very illegal. Well, here's the thing. Why don't you talk about that one? No, <laughs> let me bring this up actually. <laughs> Morty, uh, Morty's at the bar. He's trying to sell the business to an investor who's like passed out drunk pretty much. Cody comes because Morty's the driver, basically, and Cody tries to get him to drive. Now, my problem is with Cody here. Cody, like, the whole time, seeing his uncle drunk as shit, is like, hey, you got to drive them. Like, forget about Morty, all right? Yeah, still get in trouble. He going to kill all the people. He going to drive off a bridge. Like, what kind, of, what kind of fool is Cody? Cody, only when, he, only when Morty's like, completely out of it is Cody finally like, hey, you can't drive. Remember, two, the, the two rules. One, never pay, never turn away a paying customer. But number two... Never kill that paying customer. <laughs> finally, someone says it. But I, this, this, this whole movie would be a lot better off establishing Cody as a nice, likable person. Because right now he's a jackass and I don't want him to get the girl right now. I'm like, Bridget, you should leave this guy immediately. He's going to ruin your life. So let's go ahead and skip the pretty much the tour because it makes no damn sense to the movie and go to what comes first. Was it Ian flirting with Bridget or was it the homeless man? I know the homeless man scares him, but I don't think he happens until after the go-kart scene. Probably Ian. Yeah. Well, Ian's a jerk, but this okay. This is all confusing. Can we establish from this opening scene that it seems like Bridget and Cody are together like a couple? Actually, no, the homeless man comes first. Um, <laughs> oh, well, all right. Let's talk homeless man real quick. So the homeless man uh, see, sees his bottle just slowly going towards the tree. Unacceptable. Well, my real question I got, I know he's homeless, but most homeless people also have a sense of survival because that's what they're doing. They're surviving. But he's sitting there trying to tug on this alcohol out of the tree that he just watched go into the tree. By the way, that's one magical alcohol because there was no top on it and it refused to spill. If you're homeless, the the only thing he might the only thing he might have had to look forward to was that bottle. <laughs> so I could see him clinging that bottle with dear life, like, "Hey, you taking that away from me too?" So yeah, of course, it's taking it away from him. And not only that, but then the leprechaun comes out the tree and rips his tooth out. <laughs> I mean, the bottle wasn't enough. He was like, "Ooh, a gold tooth!" Disgustingly, he puts it in the pot of gold and you see that bloody tooth there mm. like you're like come on lep that's at least clean it first he's, he's a clumsy person so that didn't make sense to me <coughs> it seems like he would like shine it up first then throw in the pot but yeah no instead he just cleans off the eyes bloody tooth area with alcohol which stings like a bitch but hey he cleaned it now in regards to uh, young cody and young bridget is it fair to say from what we saw in the opening scene with them that they are a couple yes they're pretty much established as together Yes. We cut to the go-kart place, and I was told by many people <laughs> to never trust a man named Ian. Well, apparently Ian has no problems flirting with a girl who is dating another man with the other man right there. My problem is with Bridget. She allows it. She doesn't just allow it. She's basically making plans with this guy in front of the boyfriend. What the hell? Well, she's getting back at him because he technically broke their date. You get back at somebody... You can go home and not date him. You can't make a date with somebody else in front of the boyfriend. So in the previous scene, I was in the, a minute ago, I was saying, hey, Bridget, get away from Cody. He's going to ruin your life. Now, I mean, tables are turned. I have to say, Cody, get away from Bridget. She's going to ruin your life. Both these characters are so far the most unlikable main characters in the history of horror movies. I don't say that lightly either. There's been a lot of likable, unlikable characters. They're right at the top of the list so far. They better redeem themselves somehow because they're going down quick, all right? Well, Cody gets arrested. Does that redeem him? Nah! 
Damn it, Cody. Hey, he's driving with only a learner's permit. Uh, what else? He was speeding. There's a list of charges. Yeah. He was speeding, driving with a, with a learner's permit, uh, driving a scam tour. <laughs> it, was a scam, it was a scam tour. The people by the end of the tour were all like, this is a scam. We've been scammed. Because he's pointing out houses like, this is where the ghost lives. And then, like, some lady comes out like, hey, get off my property. And they're like, well, who's that then? Oh, that, that, was the, that was the sister. That was a good line. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that, made me, that made me chuckle. Morty's at the police station trying to get the police officer to invest into the, the, into the business. He's always trying to find an investor. Um, and in walks the homeless guy. Because, of course, his teeth's been ripped out, so he's going to report that stolen? What is yeah, he, yeah, of course. What is he doing here with the, the Why pool? wouldn't he report it? Well, he was warning the, everyone about the leprechaun that is evil. Of course. And the cops take it seriously when he's like, they're like, describe the person. And he's like, I was three feet tall and talking, he had a pot of gold. Yeah, three feet tall, had a pot of gold, had nice buckly shoes. And the cop finishes and was like, let me guess, green with a little top hat. <laughs> The cop's like, ah, he's been drinking. Get him out of here. Lock him up. Well, how about we get back to Lep real quick, because he rips off a finger. I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> the dude was trying to give him advice. It's like, boom, took his finger off. Just, there's some little moments with Lep that are classic. I'll say this. Anytime Warwick Davis is, Warwick Davis is a national treasure, and he should be just protected, and he should always star in Leprechaun movies, because every scene he's in is... A national treasure. Well, what about when he passes away? He can't do leprechaun movies when he passes. Hologram work Davis. Clone him. Do something. You got to let him continue, all right? Oh, by the way, I have to ask. I don't know if this struck you as weird. I found myself asking, like, hey, these are teenagers, but they're older teens, right? Yes. Why are they so hyped about the go-kart place as if the go-kart place... I mean, Because I, it's fun. It's have you f- never been to a go-kart place? I, I went there as a kid, and it was fun. But I don't it's remember. Still fun. I, I don't remember getting to seventeen, eighteen, and being like that hyped about the go kart place, though. But go karts, and also these aren't just any go karts. They're go karts that go fast. You can race them. No, you saw Lep's one go fast. He was making it go faster when he was in it. But we That's don't. Successful. Yeah, we. <laughs> he added a magical turbo engine on it. They don't go that fast. That thing was going like eighty miles an hour. He was driving it. Um, no, I don't buy old teens who could be out partying. They're, they they, they want to go somewhere to get drunk. They don't want to be like. Hey, that go-kart rally. Well, it's also possibly a very small town and there's nothing to do there. More likely for them to be at the bar drinking. They're too young. They don't, really, they don't do a good job establishing how old they are. Like, the dude that plays Cody looks like he's like 25, at least. I thought he was. Like, he does not look like a teenager. I thought teenager. he was 25 dating a 17-year-old. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> that, I guarantee you, if we look up the actor, I bet you was like 25. Very possible. Now, I made a comment here that you didn't like. I was, But I was not dissing Hocus Pocus, I was saying that Bridget and Cody looks like they watch, whoever's cast the movie watch Hocus Pocus was like, let's find two people that look like those two characters and recast them with terrible actors. Then we get Ian dropping Bridget off. He gets mad because she tells him no. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta say something about this scene. This is the worst acted scene I've seen since Troll 2. This scene where Seeing as how you like Troll 2, I don't know how to take that. I like Troll 2 because it's meant to be bad. This movie's playing it straight. It's not meant to be bad, I don't think. The fact that Ian tries to invite himself in, and when she says no, he says, What about the chili dogs? What, what the hell? Who, who wrote that? Who, who decided to use chili dogs as a way to... Get inside her house. There's no context given. We're meant to believe that because he feels like because he bought her chili dogs earlier that he now deserves to come into her house. Is that what Ian is getting at here? Yes. This is why I said don't trust someone named Ian, all right? This type of behavior. <laughs> the point is this scene is, I'm going to just give a spoiler. This is the worst scene in the movie. Well, I'll give you another spoiler. It's followed by one of the best scenes of the movie where Ian gets his face ripped off. And it's only so good because we hate Ian. <laughs> this son of a bitch deserves this and more. I'm just mad that it cuts away. Yeah, it's not the most gory movie. No, it's not. But instead, all you get is Ian about to motorboat her, and then all of a sudden, come to find out, Lep's fucking with his mind, and it's a fan. That is true. We, there's a weird scene also where, um, by the way, this is happening, there's a, we, there, in between somewhere, there's a weird scene where Cody's in his room, laying down, watching TV, 
It's just a very weird scene. Like, it doesn't accomplish anything. He's just laying in his bed. Nope. He just, that, and that's when he decides to go see Bridget. It's like a waste of two minutes. Just like, why do we have this scene here? Well, here's a real question. Why do we get the scene of Morty explaining that three-card game in Bible about how he can how you can easily scam people with just three cards? And then before he even finishes, and it's closing in on him as if it's an important scene. Like, it's going to make sense in the movie. And then he just gets up and leaves. It's like, could, was that, that whole thing not making any sense to anybody? <laughs> and not like that, but... Did Cody really need, like, a motivational speech to go talk to his girlfriend? He needed, like, he needed, he needed life advice. He needed life wisdom to come to the conclusion that, hey, my girlfriend's out with another guy. I should go talk to her. <laughs> what? So she, so Cody gets there. Life is a lot harder than that, Cody. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So Cody gets there. They apparently make up already. Lepa's making her sneeze. Actually, there's a funny scene, though, where Leprechaun sneaks in the house, though. He so casually comes in through the window. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. It's just a funny scene. Uh, makes her sneeze. When she sees it that third time, that activates the, well, fo- the phone cord to choke well, out. Well, first, her, so. and, and I want to say this, because Cody might as well have said the damn words. Because the phone cord didn't wrap around him until he got to you, and he very clearly said you. Yep. So the whole thing should have been broken right then and there. No movie. Or that, or Lep just saying, fuck it, and getting his revenge. Yep. Um, Instead, we get... Bridget gets kidnapped. Cody is now to blame for Ian's death and, Co- and Bridget's disappearance. Yes. Oh, and uh, Cody has a gold shilling. Yes. And not just any gold shilling, the leprechaun's gold shilling, which means that he cannot be harmed. Yeah, Leprechaun. where was that in part one when Leprechaun was eviscerating Ozzy? <laughs> Poor Ozzy, man. Yeah, if he just knew. I mean, he was ripping him apart until they shot a four-leaf clover down his mouth. So at least this is just part two. So at least the contradictions are... It's not like part seven contradicting part one through four. At least this is... They only had the one movie to go by, and they said, hey, we'll do our own thing. Here. I don't think anyone watched the first movie. Would you? Yes. No. If I'm about to make a sequel, I'm going to watch the previous movie so I know what lore they've already established so I know I don't fuck it up. But sometimes when you do that, you end up like Candyman 2 where you have the same dialogue as from the first one. I would I'll just say there's a, there's a risk in both directions. Why would they use... It's not like that was his catchphrase. I don't know. But anyways. And it only sounded cool in the first one because... They added something to his voice in that scene. That when they did it in the part two, they didn't add a damn thing to his voice, so it didn't have that echoing demonic sound to it. Well, this is why people don't like the Candyman series after part one, because there's a lot of repeated stuff. Tony Todd says the same thing in all the sequels. I don't. I don't know. Did he say the same thing in part three or four? Because I don't remember three, and I haven't seen four. I don't know if I watched three. I think I did, but I don't remember. The only thing I remember... Oh, we were supposed to review that. <laughs> I must have watched it then. I don't remember it all. No, we were supposed to review two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with the, I guess... Yeah, we weren't supposed to watch three then. Yeah. No, we didn't decide to watch three. And then when they... In part three, the only thing I remember is that the guy who played Rod Lane from Nightmare on Elm Street 1 was in it. Ah. Not watching it. <laughs> you just sold me on not watching Candyman 3. All right, let's. We don't have time to go through a, a whole diatribe on Candyman 3. Um, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, so actually, now, and Morty gets a chance to see the Leprechaun also. Yeah, because he was sitting there saying, Leprechauns aren't real. And then the Leprechaun comes up, he's like, You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> right. Just fucking hits him with that stick. Which will lead us into maybe the best scene, one of the best scenes. Tony Cox showing up to Cody in the bathroom wanting his gold. No. Oh. Lep gets drunk. See, this scene would have been a little bit better if they actually showed the whole drinking contest between these two. I thought it was interesting to see how Leprechaun was so affected by peer pressure. <laughs> Lep like, was looking around like well, when they started like kind of spurning him on. He was like, oh, I got a drink. Well, what's bad is at first he was sitting there just looking all intimidated, like, you give me my gold or I'm going to kill you. He's like just sitting there like... He looked like a badass, <laughs> but Morty legit played him. 
<laughs> Morty like came up with a plan and executed it, and by the end of it, the left's like, ah, but. Hilariously, he bust the bottle over his head. Did you break out? La- I was laughing when he hit the bottle over his head and ran away. Yeah, because he, at first he tried the ashtray, but it didn't make it far. Yeah, and then and Morty's just like, ah, your power is gone. And then <laughs> he's like, he can still lift the bottle. Before. I thought that was a good, good funny scene, but nothing's funnier than Leprechaun recovering at a local Starbucks or whatever. <laughs> Wherever coffee place is at, this scene... I remember now this scene because I remember like even if like you go on YouTube for example like this is like the most watched Leprechaun 2 clip on YouTube. Well because it's, it's such a good self-contained you don't have to know know anything about the story about what's going on in the movie. You can just watch this scene and it's just Well I mean it would be nice perfect. to know the previous scene of seeing Leprechaun get drunk. Anybody who's drank knows what that, that, that you can tell you can tell what's going on <laughs> from him drinking that coffee and going yeah Nah, he's got like he's he's went through eighteen cups of coffee, right? And then the got guy finally tells him, he's "Like, oh, you kill me!" And he's all of a sudden sober. He's like, "Now there's an idea." <laughs> the guy's acting. So the actor is like, <clears throat> from Mad TV. He's also actually in Halloween Kills, believe it or not. Um, oh, he was. Uh, he's one of the. It was one, Little Tony. Uh Is it Tony? I think it was Tony. Little Tony, Big Tony. Little I don't think Tony. it's. I don't think it's Tony. Either way, it was one of the gay dudes. He's little. I think the little one. Yeah. He's also on Matt too, though. He's a good comedic actor. But you can tell he's a good comedic actor here with the faces he's making. He's just so over the top. Whatever he and just a bunch of random He's like, soldier. He's like, boom, gotcha. <laughs> like, what the hell? And you know what's funny? He's like, again, the left seems like a nice dude. The left is just chilling, drinking his coffee. He only kills this dude because the dude keeps badgering him and makes short jokes about him. And then left's around like, ah, well, that's and, an idea. And, and he called him a dwarf. Yeah. Which... Le- now, which I want, I want to mention, they, the creators of this franchise fucked themselves. They should have also done a dwarf horror movie, try to make a series off of that, and then have Leprechaun and the Dwarf go at it. I think you and Jeremy in Ohio would have watched that, <laughs> and it would have been canceled after the first commercial break. That's right. The first show to be canceled within the first commercial break. Oh, please. Um, you only say that because you haven't watched it. Anyways, this death scene is hilarious. Hot coffee is sounds like my worst. And have the dwarf played by Tony Cox. Hot coffee spraying <laughs> the guy's face. Technically, it was really hot steam. Hot steam steaming the guy's face into oblivion. <laughs> Amazing. Well, yeah, he left did not like this dude. He no, wanted him pain. The guy pissed him off. It was probably the goriest skill in the whole movie. That's saying something. Yeah, this was a standout for sure. <laughs> um, so now. Back at the go-kart place. Cody and Morty decide they're going to trap Leprechaun in a wrought iron safe. Because iron is the Leprechaun's kryptonite. Well, I guess they're not going to find a four-leaf clover in the city, so this make they needed to add a way to kill him this time. Well, luckily, there's an iron safe right there. Yep. And which is perfectly sized to fit the Leprechaun yep. inside. And most, uh, most Fae lore, since a Leprechaun is classified as a Fae, most Fae lore is they were actually are weak to iron. So that's uh-huh. a neat little addition that's actually true. I think it works better than them having to find the scour of the city for a four-leaf clover. Yeah, that would have taken too long. It's like, let's go find it somewhere in the woods. And they're like, what? Um, Leprechaun gonna kill you. The trap is actually pretty good. Leprechaun runs right into the damn safe. <laughs> Like it's a spot-on trap. And I, I'm just, I, I'm just liking his face as, as he looks down. No, he should have known. Yeah. To be honest, Leprechaun's supposed to be smart, supposed to be powerful, and he should have known something was up when Cody's sitting in a bathroom to come get him. He's, when he's standing in front of a doggy door, it's like, dude, you should know something's up. You, you know, he's not afraid of you right now. He's powerful, lot. <laughs> I don't know if he's smart. Not in this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he shows so much intelligence. He's if it was the same powerful. one from maybe the first movie, he probably would have just showed up right behind him. He yeah. wouldn't have ran in. He would have just teleported in. So now here's where the movie has some bad writing for me. A lot of bad writing. You got the Leprechaun trapped. Yes. There's no reason for this movie to continue. Yes. This should be the end of the Leprechaun of this Leprechaun. Morty, who I think is smart... This is stupid. This is complete character assassination. Well, not really. I mean, he is a greedy bastard. No, but I don't think he would go to the extent of actually locking Cody in the room. He needed to make sure Cody didn't stop he, him. Uh, 
He got involved still to help Cody. He got I, involved because he wanted that pot of gold. There's a, always ulterior motives. Maybe, but he has to be smart enough to think that it's not that simple just to trap him and then you get his pot of gold. And by the way, that's a stupid thing. He could just ask for a million dollars. Why would you ask for his pot of gold? Because a pot of gold probably would have gotten him more had he worded it right. I want your pot of gold in front of me. Where does this... Okay, I understand, you know, Wishmaster grants wishes. And fucks people up. <laughs> a genie grants wishes. Yes. What is this thing with Leprechaun granting wishes? So Is that a thing even in the lore? I need to double check. I think it's something Morty seems to, to think that he trapped a genie. He's like, three wishes. You're mine. Some lore states yes. If you do catch a Leprechaun, you get three wishes. I don't know what's the point of three wishes with anything, but... that That's why I was thinking genie, because... I didn't know that's a thing with the Leprechaun, per se. But, uh... The, the next movie pretty much throws that out the window with wish when it comes to wishes. Right. <laughs> okay. So Morty thinks that him trapped, that he's going to get his three wishes. And obviously, but, but my question here is, so, okay, explain this. So the Lep, in a way, is still using his power from being contained inside. Yes. Should he be able to do anything harmful from there? No. So he shouldn't be able to use his power at all. So this is this doesn't make any sense. No, he actually should be granting Morty. Well, actually, he shouldn't be granting any wishes until he's actually let out. But when okay. he's let out, then technically whoever caught him. So in a sense, it should be Cody, not really Morty, that gets these wishes. So the bad writing is, is in, in some part. In some part, not only I think is Morty acting silly, but the fact the Leprechaun should not be able to do any powers from with inside the. Yeah, because if, if I remember correctly, in the first movie. O'Grady didn't get the pot of gold with wishing. He got the pot of gold because he found it and just caught the leprechaun so that way the leprechaun couldn't harm them. Yes. So the so leprechaun... Does that mean O'Grady actually should have been owed three wishes? Yes. Oh, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I know it's a different lore from the first movie, but this is the first time we're encountered with this. It feels like Morty, like... Um, and it's the only time. Morty and his, like, his alcoholic memory was like confusing a genie with a leprechaun. and Like, I got you, three wishes! So, anyways... And the leprechaun's probably like, you dumb fuck, I am not no genie. The left's And I can't do power in here, otherwise I would have already killed y'all. The left's in there, he's like, man, I'm screwed, they got me. And then he's hearing Morty talk from inside, he's like, ooh, these dummies. (laughs) I'm gonna get out (laughs) scot-free. Right. So, so, okay, so... A couple things happen, so Morty asks for his pot of gold, and it grows in his stomach, which has got to be... Painful. The biggest stomach ache. I mean, listen, I... I mean, his stomach does expand as, I think he was pregnant as bad as that is Morty's gotta take the L in this one just be like ah you got me but he's so desperate to open the, how do you think opening the save and letting him out is gonna help anybody well remember his second wish was him out of the save and the leprechaun's like well you gotta open it it's like bitch if you can materialize your damn gold into his stomach you should be able, you should be able to have already gotten yourself out of there if you're Morty, you gotta think I'm already dead, pretty much. So it's like I would just like snap my own neck or something, like, <clears throat> just kill yourself. Like you're letting out the leprechaun, you're basically dooming the rest of the world, pretty much. But he stupidly again he actually lets the leprechaun out. Yeah, like, the leprechaun's uh, like, oh, that was your second wish. What's your third? <laughs> it's like, get it out of me. <laughs> like, okay. And even Lep's like, are you sure? The Lep is like this. The Lep is like thinking he's like this is the dumbest series of events I've ever seen a human being do. And up to this point, I love Morty, but I'm like this is too much. Not only did you screw yourself, now you're screwing everybody. Cody's locked in a damn storage room, and you just let the Lep out. Like what? Anyways, I thought. This well, was, let's get to Lep. I thought this. Cart. I thought this was character assassination only because I thought that Morty did care about Cody. But they, they made it like he was like such a villain here. It's just I didn't like it. He Stupid. didn't care about Cody. I think he did. He, I don't think it was all about the gold. He, he's still his uncle. So nah, it's not. It's not about Cody. I, I just I just think he the, liked the gold. I just think this too much ha- gold. This happens a lot of times in movies. <laughs> you kill off a character, and the energy level of the movie just pir- spirals downwards. And I feel like Morty brought a certain energy to the movie, and now we're gonna be focusing on the teens. And well, this is where I check out. So. Well, first we got one more kill. The cop. Yep. He gets run over by a leprechaun. You know, doesn't we, have the same ring as Grandma got run over by. You know, a we in Silent Night the other night we had a um, a rare example of actual useful competent police, but we don't get that here. Now we're back to 
back to normal. Yep. We got to use this cop. Well, t- to be fair, security officer. But to be who, fair, who yeah, knows like six different fighting styles or six tours in I think he said Afghanistan. No, no, he said he said sixty three, <laughs> and Morty punched him. And was like, you should have done sixty four. Oh, no. <laughs> sixty hours of train. I've done sixty hours of training. I know how to take care of this. Should have done sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, now, yeah, lap in the go kart. That shit is jacked up with like some kind of nah something he put in there. That thing is going like super fast. And this is where we also find out Lep can't actually physically harm Cody because he has the gold. Cody should be a dead man right now. Yeah. Because Lep had him dead to rights. <laughs> Taken off with his go kart. But Cody happens to have the coin in his pocket and realizes that, hey, as long as I have the coin in my hands. You can't do anything. So th- this is the part that kind of annoys me. He, he's sitting there holding it out, and as Leprechaun's coming towards him, he's like, eh. At that point, Lep should have just materialized right in front of him. Snip. I said the same thing. <laughs> when the car pulls up to him, and he's just sitting there like, well, his eyes squinted closed. He opens them slowly. He's holding it out. I'm like, the Lep can just kick it out your hands. <laughs> right. Like, you're putting it in such a vulnerable position by holding it out with your eyes closed. <laughs> Stupid. But at the very least, this one... Kind of makes a little bit more sense than the previous time I said something like this, where this character can't be hurt because they have a certain item. No, it was Nighthouse, where the girl couldn't be, could not be killed by the villain, but could still be harmed by it. Right. This one, you never see Cody physically harmed after he gets the gold coin. Yes. So at least they did that one correctly. True. And plus, we get Cody standing out, and I gotta admit, I laughed. He's like. <laughs> I know where you live! Just a dumb I line. know what you did last summer! It's like, you can't get away from me! I know where you live! That's okay, okay Cody. You went to the, the school of overacting here, for sure. Well, the guy apparently didn't act after 1995. Let's talk about Leprechaun's home. It's a tree. It's it's a tree full of mazes, and it looks like... Um, Remember, you can never... It looks like the beginning of Wishmaster. You don't know what to expect with a Leprechaun's home. They probably got it from got Lushmaster's home from this. Yep, and unfortunately, during uh, during Cody's adventures, we've been cutting back and forth between that and Bridget stuck there, and not doing a damn thing, which is why we haven't said anything about her since she got kidnapped. Continuing to be the most unlikable, terrible actress character in, yes. all, in all of horror movies. Yes. So but, Cody gets to the tree. Yep. Where they have a cat and mouse game. A boring cat and mouse game at that. Very boring. And then Cody gets kissed by... There's one time he actually kisses Bridget. Comes to find out it's a leprechaun. Which I guess he actually knew because the counterfeit coin he gave to Lep... Was the milk chocolate coin he got from Tony Cox. Smart guy. And then sticks him in the heart with pure iron. And it kills him and it explodes the tree. And then we get this very awkward, weird ending where they walk out and there's a there's a far shot, a far wide shot from the distance, and they kiss very quickly, and then it just cuts to the credits. It's like really a weird, anticlimactic, weird ending. There's a lot of anticlimactic things with this. Well, it's almost that time for uh, categories. What's a category? <laughs> All right. Okay. So, I guess go. for best actor or best performance. So. Are we going to do the thing here that we did with the other series where it's like you have to take Warwick Davis out of it because it's too much, it's too much of an easy call just to say We're going to have to because it's the same thing. It's too easy. We can acknowledge that these movies it's are Warwick. carried by Warwick Davis. Mm-hmm. But we're going to throw a bone to the actors who are in the movie also. And, yeah, and because it's it the same it. thing with Nightmare on Elm Street. We couldn't give it to Freddy because he would get it every damn time. It'd just be boring, yeah. It couldn't, uh, with Scream, you could do it because technically it wasn't the same killer every time. Yeah. So in this case, I'm gonna have, uh, I'm gonna have to give it to Morty. It's an easy choice. <laughs> he plays uh, drunk used car salesperson personality to a perfect T. He's exa- he's exactly like a real person would be. I feel like, except that whole ending with him thinking that the Leprechaun's a damn genie. Well, they needed to kill him, so. I don't think you have to, man. I think it would have been a nice twist ending to like have the final encounter be him versus Leprechaun and not the damn teens. In another drinking contest. He's like, let's sell this back at the bar. <laughs> and Lep's like, no! Um, the movie just, you can tell when the movie loses something when he's gone and that's all to Cody. Just, the energy level is just down. So, 
Worst performance. Man, this is a tie for me. This is Ian versus Bridget. <laughs> I don't know. Ian's no, pretty I'm bad too. It to Bridget. Ian was only in it for five minutes. Bridget, we had to care for. It was an impressive five minutes for how bad those five minutes were. <laughs> we're talking about some of the worst stuff in the history of the world. All right. Even, well, even at the very end when Bridget was like, he's dead? It's all over. I was like, bitch, when did you revert back to five years old? How did she get this role? <laughs> she must have known the director or something because... She, she must she have done something. She doesn't look... <laughs> she doesn't look like she belongs in the acting world at all. I'm well, considering the fact... She hasn't really acted much since. Damn it. She, uh, her whole thing doesn't even say actress. It says producer. Okay. So she hasn't acted. So well, she's acted in a few things, but not since like 1998. More power to her, but this is a perfect combination, a perfect storm of bad, bad writing of a character with bad acting from the actor. Mm. They all come together to create this wonderful, terrible storm called Bridget. <laughs> and even when I think about how bad Ian is... Some of those scenes have Bridget in them. They almost they all do. I'm about to so say. some of the liabilities on her also. So Bridget by far is not only the worst in the movie. We still have to watch the rest of them, but it's, she's an early candidate for worst in the series. Because, you know, we're going to do categories for the whole series afterwards. Oh, gosh. So she's making a mental note. She's an early candidate for that. Okay, best scene. Man, there's two that stand out for me. The whole scene at the bar and the scene at the coffee place. I'm going to have to give it to the coffee place, to be honest with you. The coffee place is just a perfect it's guy like, getting his comeuppance for being an asshole. And, he, and it's the goriest kill in the whole movie. It's a fun kill. Yeah. All right. We're on, I'm, I'm going I'm to get into that coffee shop scene. Worst scene. I'm giving it to the climax, actually. It was boring. There was really... I didn't really give two shits about the characters we were following. It just... It, I didn't care. At this point, I was like, is the movie over yet? I know it's only, I respect that, and that makes sense. I know it's only a two-minute scene, and I keep harping on it, but <laughs> that scene between Ian and Bridget, I feel like that should be like on you, a... You're on just a, mad she didn't pay him back for the chili dogs. I feel like in, in acting schools, they should play that scene and be like, this is what you don't want to do in the movie. <laughs> for one, don't harp on a girl for giving her chili dog. Don't think you're owed something from a woman for buying her chili dogs. Right, because that's just going to make for one smelly sex day. Yeah, I'll... I'll now, if he'd asked, like, can I come in there? How can I come in your house to use your bathroom? That makes sense. You just had chili dogs, but <laughs> you know what? Let's let's drop the chili dog. <laughs> that, that, that's maybe not a fun thing at all to see. Okay, about. what what about Let those those last two chili dog jokes, folks? What out. would you like to explore more? For me, it would just have to be take everything out of where, where did it take place? San Francisco, Cal, Cal, California. It was probably a fake town because everything yeah. else is fake. So take it out of the. Town. Oh no no. Must have been like Los Angeles because right. they had the tour. Yeah. Either way, take else. it out of the town, keep it, and put it all in Ireland in that same time frame of him of the yeah. leprechaun actually trying to get this girl to be his wife, be, and then have the whole ending, the whole thing we saw, be the ending. What's funny is there is a whole movie there at the beginning, the whole story of the guy William trying to steal the gold but then being enslaved, right, and then leprechaun. Finding out that he has a daughter, and then him trying to marry the daughter, but then William, while being enslaved, trying to stop the whole thing. There's actually a better, more interesting movie in that first opening five minutes if we just get that story played out. A little stuff added to it, of course. Oh, yeah. And you're in Ireland, and it takes place a thousand years ago. It might be more interesting. Oh, yeah, because that also shows what kind of ability these people would have to be able to make the sets. Because you got to make it look like Ireland a thousand years before. So... Let's see. This took place in 1994, so it would be 994. Yeah. So. And not like that, but I mean, I know it was only five minutes, but the guy who played William, probably the second best actor behind Morty. <laughs> Even his five minutes, he seemed like a better actor than everybody else we got in the movie. So uh, we got a clear goal of what he wanted. We got clear intent of what he wanted, of how he was going to get it. Unfortunately, it just went downhill when he found out it was his daughter. God bless so you, my, also, God bless you, my child. So he also becomes more likable because he chose to save his daughter over himself. Yep, and he's still doomed the rest of his lineage. But yeah, well, not really doomed any much anymore. Cody took care of that. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> Asshole. Such a likable character, getting any kind of payoff, just silly. Yeah, he gets a girl at the end. You know what? I hate them both. So. <laughs> 
Let them be together. Two two miserable people together. That that works that works out. Okay. Well, how about um, what would you like to change? I think me and you have harped on this quite a bit already. Well. Oh wait, we already talked about change. No. Uh, no, I said explored more change. Are, are those the same thing, or do we actually have two different categories? I thought it was. Two, I always thought it was two different categories, but I guess we just threw that into the. Oh, what would you like to explore more? That's what I said. Take out the whole city and put it in Ireland. No, that's what you'd like to take out. <laughs> there's, said, uh, I'm, there's one of like what? What would you like to take out, and one of like what would you like to add? Change. More? What would you like to change? What would you like to explore more? Okay, explore more. I've already said what I want oh, to explore more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do we? I don't. Do we? Uh, do we, we fuck this up mi- No, <laughs> I think we just mixed them both into the same thing. <laughs> Okay, let's. So just, I guess on. on to the final test. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. Okay. <clears throat> for once, I actually took notes for my final thoughts because usually I have to freestyle and it comes off terrible. Okay, Leprechaun Two. My final thoughts. This movie has some good moments, and all those moments can be found on YouTube. You don't necessarily need to watch the entire movie. Because in uh, those movies are located in a movie that gives you a lot of bad moments also that you, I don't want to, you know, um, I, I, w- I can't recommend you sit through the movie just to get these few good moments. Because we're, we're experiencing here, this is a, um, this movie has bad acting. It looks super low budget. I know Nick said it had a $2 million budget, but I don't, I can't, I can't see that on screen. Remember, 1.3 went to Warwick Davis. Yeah, this looks like it was made for TV back when made for TV actually looked like made for TV. Mm-hmm. Now made for TV actually looks pretty good sometimes. Sometimes. Back in the 90s, you could tell a big difference between like a theatrical video and then made for TV. And this looks like the bottom tier made for TV. Work Davis shines, of course. All the moments I recommend involve LEP. But you can probably, there's probably a YouTube video that has Leprechaun moments from part two. And you can just watch that. And that's probably 10 minutes of the movie. It's the best part of the movie. But overall, I'm going to say, you know, as I think about the entire series, I don't think this is going to be like the worst in the series by any stretch. So I don't want to go bottom of the barrel. I'm going to still say two stars. Leaning, I was leaning towards one and a half stars. But there's like three scenes that are like so good for me that I got at least elevated to two stars. I don't think it's going to be, I think it's probably going to be, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be mid-tier in the series. It's going to be not in the top two or three, but I don't think it's going to be in the bottom top two or three either. So I think it's mid-tier, so I'm going to go two stars. I'm being generous with the two stars because I like a couple of the scenes. I like Morty, but yeah, so... Okay, well, I'm not going to be generous. <laughs> so you got, so we get three likable characters. One's only in five minutes. One does a stupid thing in the end. And one, honestly, I feel like checks out at the climax. Then we get... Wait, who's the three likable characters? You got Leprechaun, Morty, okay. and William. You're, you're including Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. And Leprechaun, to me, feels like he checked out at the end of the movie. Yeah, pretty much. He's just like, can we get this over with already? Did you notice the the movie, the scenes of Leprechaun are in himself. That's where it's campy. It doesn't feel like it's taking itself seriously. But everything with the teens, the way they're acting and stuff, it's all, the tone is very, like, yeah, that's, serious. Yeah, that's another thing. They got the tone wrong. With the Leprechaun movie, they did, the first movie was able to get it because it was more dark humor. This one, it, there was no real dark humor to it. It was just humor. And in which case, that means when the characters are be, trying to be serious... It doesn't add a damn thing to what we're watching because it doesn't because we don't care about the characters. We don't care about the characters. Score was okay. It, there, there were some weird moments of music though. Yeah, there was some background music that didn't fit the scenes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Why does this feel like like almost like pop music in the background?" <laughs> Especially in the climax. It was very weird, the score. Right. And to be honest with you, there's only maybe two two really good scenes. The rest were just bleh. And at the end of the day, I'm going to have to give this movie one and a half and honestly hit myself over, upside the head because this used to be my favorite Leprechaun movie. <laughs> I think you're just misguided. <laughs> well, granted, last time I watched this, I was probably 10. 
Yeah, I mean, I got some preconceived notions too. I have like a ranking in my head also, like a loose one. But, you know, with the Nightmare series, my rankings change as I watch them. So that might happen here. But I also always thought Leprechaun 2 was like in the top tier. Yeah. And this is the first time where I'm like, oh. Well, it, it's another thing because we keep bringing it up with some of the other movies we like, but end up giving bad reviews is we used to not watch these with such a critical eye. And now when we we're doing it, it's like, what the fuck is going well, on? Well, but I'm even grinning on a curve of, hey, this is a Leprechaun movie. My expectations are not for, like, Shawshank Redemption. Well, neither are mine, but... But even in the context of a Leprechaun movie... It still needs to not be boring. That's the cardinal sin. And I think, too, why probably we were looking back on this so fondly is because we remember those good scenes, and we weren't thinking about all the bad stuff that goes with it. Right. Like, when I think of Leprechaun 2, I think of, like, the coffee scene, the bar scene, the finger being ripped off. (laughs) Those are fun moments, but the problem is... When you sit down for an hour and a half, you get everything else, too. And they're like, oh, shit. All right. Well, everyone, as always, you don't have to go home. But actually, yeah, you do. It's it's nap time. Go to sleep. Next week, Leprechaun 3. So in the meantime, if you want to follow us in the series, just find a stream somewhere of Leprechaun 3. Or just buy the DVDs because, unfortunately, there's nowhere streaming it. The DVDs are super cheap, so you can buy that for very cheap. Yeah, I've literally got the whole box set for, like, 10 bucks and that's including uh, Leprechaun Returns crazy which is like 7 movies yeah Um, unfortunately you have to deal with Leprechaun Origins and that (laughs) and I think we'll have to deal with that ourselves (sighs) (laughs) alright until next week toodles